0: The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Reuters News. The global fight against climate change requires a shift away from fossil fuels. That shift has started. So, how do you stay relevant in 30 years from now if you build your name as a provider to the oil and gas industry? To understand that, I sat down with Stefano Cal, CEO of $5 billion Saipem, a leading maker of offshore rigs and pipelines for clients ranging from Saudi Aramco to Shell. Companies like Saipem are in a hurry to rethink their engineering skills. Offshore wind farms, like the Pioneer Floating High Wind Scotland Farm, provide an avenue, but these projects offer lower margins than the lucrative offshore drilling business. Addressing the world's energy demands in a cleaner way, while remaining profitable, is a challenge that will likely lead to sector consolidation. Welcome to The Exchange, Stefano Cao. You are the CEO of Saipem, a $5 billion Italy-based company that is one of the world's leaders when it comes to providing engineering and construction services to a variety of clients, mostly from the oil and gas industry. You operate in more than 60 countries, you serve clients such as Saudi Aramco and BP, just to name a few. And many others, if I may interject. (laughs) Yet the core sector in which you operate is one of the main culprits when it comes to CO2 emissions and its negative effects on climate change. Now, in Europe in particular, we are moving towards a greater decarbonisation and greater use of uh, green energies. How can you make sure that your company, Saipem can still be relevant in 20, 30 years' time? How can you escape the carbon doom?
1: Okay, uh, I think the, the way to address your question is to go back a little bit to the to the, the history of Saipen. Uh, Saipem is an old lady. Uh, she was uh, uh, constituted uh, uh, 60 years ago. We actually celebrated the 60th anniversary of his life. Uh, traditionally and originally uh, she was uh, active uh, in the business uh, of drilling both onshore and offshore, and on uh, construction of plants onshore and offshore. And that has been the basis for uh, an history of success throughout the years uh, till uh, recently. Uh, Then, uh, for a number of uh, uh, different reasons, uh, some uh, related and connected to the um, crisis uh, of the traditional oil and gas industry related to the collapse uh, the commodity price and the, uh, the major reduction in terms of the CAPES program of the oil companies uh, of course we have to launch a major rethinking of the oil company. So one side on the traditional side uh, we have been concentrating our efforts in the cost cutting and improvement of efficiency of uh, uh, our company. On the other side, we have uh, started co- a complete uh, rethinking of the way of uh, doing business uh, for the company. So, in the traditional world, Saipen was uh, provided uh, of services to the oil and gas industry. So, our clients, uh, traditional clients, they were the, uh, the oil companies. Uh, As of uh, today, we are already in what we call, uh, everybody calls, the uh, transition, the energy uh, transition. An energy transition which obviously is uh, in the direction of resolving the the sort of conundrum between the the growth of the world GDP on the other side, which uh, requires... Uh, substantial growth in the energy demand. On the other side, uh, there is the the request for a sustainable industry which uh, uh, caters for the damages which potentially can be caused to the environment as a result of the uh, utilization of the conventional uh, energy. So, as of today, we are already in the uh, transition. We know that we have to move uh, from the uh, traditional utilisation of oil to uh, more and more to re- renewables. I think uh, it makes sense that uh, this transition which will be uh, largely based on the uh, extensive utilisation on gas. So basically we are building the new Saipem on the basis of the uh, traditional business for as long as uh, uh, is going to last, but uh, at the same time getting preparing to, to get prepared to uh, the new uh, uh, energy uh, demand for the future
0: okay so let 's try to break it down this is a sector in transition, and you have a strategy to address this transition so you 've uh uh, just mentioned gas. Um, gas uh, is still polluting, but less than uh, than oil, uh, of course. So, so, is is your first step uh, refocusing on gas vis-à-vis oil, for instance?
1: But the, the, it's not only a first step. Um, I would say it's a combination of a number of uh, actions, uh, which uh, uh, I think uh, revolve uh, on the um, on the main uh, consideration that uh, uh, rather than a conventional provider of services to the traditional industry we are uh, going to become and we are actually becoming already uh, a provider of energy solutions uh, for the the world that implies that uh, of course on one side you need to have a a strong presence uh, in the uh, technologies uh, uh, a very high content, technological content uh, you need to uh, duel uh, with the uh, innovation, uh, with the development of all the new uh, technologies, uh, and at the same time we have to uh, get closer and closer to our customer, traditional and the, uh, the customer for the future.
0: Okay, C- can you give me concrete examples? I mean, you spoke of new technology, you spoke of maybe focusing on areas which are not necessarily linked to oil and gas. Can you give me concrete examples of what Sipem is doing to broaden maybe yeah. its uh, offering? Because this is what I understand you're also doing.
1: Okay, let me start to the hydrocarbon you mentioned, gas. Uh, gas, no doubt, uh, as you said, is far less polluting. Uh, it's actually only uh, producing CO2 uh, as, a, as a result of the utilization, which, again, in perspective, uh, needs to be properly addressed. Uh, but there is no doubt that uh, gas, which, uh, you know, 40 to 50 years ago was a sort of uh, um, uh, an unhappy event. Uh, if an oil company was uh, discovering gas, they were plugging the the well, and they were moving to another location. is becoming more and more uh, the source for the, uh, for, the uh, for the for uh, the energy demand in the world. In that sense, uh, we see a number of uh, an important number of projects around the world. Which uh, imply the utilisation of uh, uh, the exploitation of gas. These are m- mostly related uh, to liquefaction plants, which are go- going to be built around the world. Uh, the latest of our achievement is the uh, major contract which we have signed for the exploitation of the Mozambique the six, gas this is a
0: 16 billion dollar contract six, right uh, six, billion, s- sorry, 6 billion 6 billion
1: contract. Uh, dollar contract our portion or, on uh, over a, a total of 8 billion there are a number of uh, similar uh, situations uh, around the world which we are pursuing which we intend to uh, add to our backlog in the forthcoming uh, future um, there is no um, i mean no doubt uh, that uh, uh, the, the reason why there are so many projects which are you know, coming to fruition at the same time is a strong indication that uh, the world is uh, uh, going in the direction of the gas utilization in, in order to serve the transition I was uh, referring to earlier. And then there is the old world. Of the new technologies and the uh, renewables.
0: Let's talk about that in a moment, just on gas, to be clear. So, first of all, I mean, give us a sense of the balance. So, so when you look, when you, you know your portfolio of contracts, you know, how much is oil, how much is gas, and in in, um, in the future, you know, how do you see that changing? And then a, a question also on the profitability of the, uh, focusing on some of these, uh, I don't know, gas pipelines or other, other you know, facilities that you might provide. I mean, do they compare uh, from a profi- profitability perspective with oil?
1: As of, as of today, um, I mean, uh, without considering obviously the new contra- contract which is not uh, accounted for in the backlog Uh, Yet uh, we have uh, already 50% of our uh, backlog uh, uh, which is uh, uh, not uh, uh, related to the uh, exploitation of oil. Uh, This is a combination of uh, uh, gas, uh, this is a combination of infrastructure, this is a combination of uh, renewables uh, uh, project. In terms of uh, uh, profitability, uh, I think the question is um, mostly uh, addressed to renewables because Mm. gas uh, as it stands today, uh, I think in the world uh, which is uh, uh, requesting Uh, volumes of gas uh, in in such a dimension uh, uh, creates a situation where uh, there is a wave, uh, a long list of LNG uh, projects around the world uh, which are uh, designed over a limited number of companies capable of uh, fulfilling the duties of those uh, contracts. Saipem is amongst uh, this uh, f- limited number of companies, so in a way we are heavily relying on the participation of Saipem uh, to this, uh, to this development. In terms of renewables, you are right, um, uh, from the, let me say, uh, engineering and uh, conceptually, the margin which you can expect uh, out of a renewable project uh, is uh, uh, lower but uh, let me also add uh, uh, two considerations one is the risk profile uh, of a, uh, pr- a renewable project is totally different uh, from a development of a oil or gas field in 2000 meters uh, of water uh, that means so you mean less risky less, less risk. far less risky, far less risky. Okay. so the the exposure to risk and the amount of contingency which we had to add to your proposal, it's certainly uh, m- reduced. Much, much reduced. Uh, this is on, on one side, so we look at uh, renewables in terms of the volumes which they can contribute to our top line, to, to um, our uh, revenues and uh, at the same time we look at the renewables uh, as a natural uh, way of uh, utilizing resources, uh, vessels, tools which we have developed uh, in our, let me say, conventional and traditional uh, oil and so gas leveraging,
0: industry. Leveraging the expertise that you built over the years in the you know fossil fuel industry to, to provide um, new contracts in the renewable industry, I mean I seem to remember that you've done quite a a pioneer project uh, which involved floating windmills, uh, well, is the, that correct?
1: The, the, they were, um, uh, yes, they were uh, offshore uh, windmills, they, the, 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 those which were made they were still uh, based on the seabed but uh, uh, obviously we are also participating to the floating LNG uh, those uh, projects are re- they require the utilization of a lifting tool so this SIPEN 7000 which is uh, one of the, still one of the most advanced uh, tools for the installation of traditional platform uh, are, is bound to uh, be utilized uh, you know, on the installation of these wind farms uh, uh, offshore. So, we basically we achieve two results. We get utilization for our, um, for our existing uh, fleet and at the same time we enter in the uh, new uh, business of uh, renewables.
0: For those who don't know Sipem very well, I mean, can, can you give us a few more examples of these new um, areas, you know, in the green areas, if you, if you want, uh, that you're trying to to expand? Uh, so we've spoken about windmills, but, you know, what else is Sipem doing?
1: But let me start again uh, from uh, gas. Uh, gas is not only liquefaction, gas is also transportation by uh, pipelines, uh, which is a traditional business where we are uh, extremely uh, strong. Uh, gas is also reg- Classification plant which we are developing around the world. In particular, we have uh, an important project uh, in uh, in, uh, Thailand. Uh, um, Other than the the traditional upstream uh, activities, uh, I would refer to the downstream uh, activities. Uh, No doubt uh, whatsoever that uh, there is still bound to be quite a, a substantial uh, request uh, for downstream activities petrochemicals not an, any more petrochemical but uh, green uh, green related uh, uh, downstream uh, activities which will imply the development of technology. So
0: just again for those who are not experts are we talking about pipelines that may be transporting green fuel? I don't know. No, or no. Or
1: pipelines are for the transportation of uh, uh, gas The technologies, downstream technologies, are those uh, technologies which will be developed on the basis uh, of the utilization uh, of uh, green fuels, uh, uh, rather than the traditional uh, oil uh, before and more and more gas. So uh, so
0: biofuels, hydrogen? Largely
1: biofuels, Uh, they may be uh, 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 hydrogen-related plants uh, related to the Uh, generation of the uh, uh, hydrogen, they will be uh, the new uh, waves of uh, for instance, we have traditionally, we are very strong in the fertilizer. Fertilizer is something which uh, we remain uh, quite important. Uh, it will be uh, based on new technologies which we are developing. We were strong originally, so we are uh, also developing the uh, new technologies which obviously they are much, uh, they are greener than than the traditional uh, one. But, but
0: let me just uh, ask you, I mean, are investors following you on this path because obviously developing new technologies first of all involves CapEx, R&D CapEx. Secondly, we've discussed the fact that maybe some of the margins on these projects uh, could be lower. I mean, I was just looking at your account and for instance, offshore drilling, correct me if I'm wrong, has a fantastic margin. I mean, 50% EBITDA margin. So this is very high. When I was talking to experts uh, on some of these renewable projects, they told me, well, maybe the margin is like, 10%, 10%, you know, so something which is a complete different uh, magnitude. So are investors following in this shift towards something which is greener but maybe not as lucrative?
1: Uh, I would say in simple terms that the question you ask me is the uh, regular question which uh, I undertake in my conversation with the with the investors. Uh, I think also in that respect uh, um, our whole world is undergoing a transition so the questions are related how good how fast uh, we are moving in the context of the uh, transition how good the uh, is in developing the new uh, technologies uh, for the to serve the transition and eventually the new uh, the new world so uh, I think uh, it is our duty to explain the things which I'm explaining now uh, to you and to uh, convince them. Uh, I think uh, just to be a bit more specific, uh, the, the, the way since you made, uh, you refer to uh, drilling, um, I, I think uh, what we have uh, clearly uh, explained to the market, or to our investor, is that just uh, already about uh, a year ago, is that uh, in the transformation of the company we have completely reviewed our portfolio uh, of activities and we have identified the offshore construction business as the core business for the uh, company. Uh, the onshore construction business, which traditionally has been accounting most of the difficulties, the recent yeah, less difficulties, profitable, uh, less profitable, it. even some, sometimes loss-making, b- you know, loss uh, business is completely being subject to a complete reshuffling of the business, uh, turnaround, a deep turnaround, uh, including the change of the management structure, the change of the organization, the change of the processes, um, and uh, this is bound to uh, become the second core business business of the of the uh, company um, then the two drilling business uh, are two businesses which uh, for which we need to continue our strategic uh, review and we are clearly mentioned to the to the market that uh, we are reviewing various uh, strategic uh, alternatives which uh, do not imply a straight sale of the business because that would be a waste of value with valuation, which uh, at the moment you know with the with the commodity price uh, uh, the present commodity price is very low so we need to look at uh, ways uh, and means uh, of extracting uh, the utmost value from the business so we are looking at the possibility of combining with other operators in the field uh, always retaining a a sort of participation to what we see as a good opportunity for uh, you know riding the upside of the of the industry.
0: Okay, let me understand this because it's quite interesting I follow other industries including the auto industry where we saw that the technological challenge that that industry is facing is forcing combinations, mm-hmm. joint ventures sometimes straight mergers, I mean, yeah. the, the Renault FCA didn't go through, but I mean, there's clearly an incentive to come together to reduce those technological costs that mm. you, know, you seem to experience also in, in, uh, in your industry. So just you know, coming back to the servicing um, area you work in, I mean, is this the future, more combinations, mergers, JV, and, and what kind of role do you as yeah. SIPEM want to play?
1: Okay, let me start saying, uh, also proudly saying that the history of Cypium is paved uh, on opportunities uh, which have been created through the merger and acquisition of uh, companies. If we look back at the history of the the company, after the big crisis, uh, Cypium has always been capable of identifying targets for acquisition or target partners to create uh, venture uh, with. So uh, I think uh, our duty at the moment, and this is something on which we are very much busy, is looking at uh, what is on the market uh, and we are analyzing various uh, uh, situations. Then getting to to the softer part of the answer is that uh, uh, an important part of the analysis is based uh, on the uh, company culture, the the two participants in the merger. Uh, I think it is uh, extremely important uh, to analyze and understand whether there is a compatibility of the of two companies because the, the history is paved of situation where there has been uh, a merger, maybe sometimes made in rush. And then it failed because there was no good combination of uh, of culture. But for
0: your sector, I mean, would you say that mergers, you know, are are the way forward or rather JVs? Again, going back to the auto example.
1: Considering that we have a a portfolio of activities, yes, Uh, I think we have to look at both. There may be opportunities for uh, acquisition. There may be opportunity for combination. I think uh, we have to be clever enough to look at uh, uh, case by case what is the the best uh, you know solution which we can uh, identify for the future. Okay. So, of the so company. this
0: idea that was mentioned time ago that you were looking to actually sell assets, for instance, the drilling business. This is actually not true. I mean, you're you're doing the opposite. That by was the sound a, of a it.
1: complete m- misunderstanding. Uh, we never said that uh, we were keen of selling businesses we always said that uh, we wanted to uh, create the utmost value with various businesses the utmost values as we stand today for the two drilling business uh, are related to a combination with uh, other uh, willing partners uh, with the uh, compatible uh, culture or maybe with the entry of some uh, new shareholder which is willing to share the business uh, with, uh, with with us. So on a case-by-case basis we have to take a judgment uh, and make a, a strategic decision.
0: Okay and then just to, to finish maybe on this point I mean the driver of this potential combination is it again I mean the, the technological challenge if you want or just the overall situation of uh, your segment which at the moment is still quite fragile as mm. far as I understand.
1: But it's a combination of the two certainly the technological um, component uh, is uh, extremely important uh, we have to uh, look at uh, possible partners uh, in terms of what they can bring uh, again uh, as a contribution uh, and technological contribution Maybe in segment where we are not strong, uh, strong enough uh, and at the same time we have to look at the capacity of uh, creating value going, going forward
0: Thank you so much. I think we've uh, reached the end of uh, this very interesting conversation. Thank you, Stefano Kao, for inviting me here to the Sipen headquarters near Milan. It's been a pleasure to discuss this important topic. Uh, it kind of looks as if you know, it's still going to be a, a long journey for the industry to you know, devise uh, the right way to address the energy transition. Thank you.
1: It's going to be a long journey indeed. Thank you very much. Thank
0: you.